Welcome to the Stacking Slabs podcast. Join Brett to get the latest sports cards investment advice, hear from industry experts that are deep in the trenches, and find out when to turn left when the rest of the market is going right. Get eBay ready, get PayPal ready. Let's be students of the game and stack those slabs. What is up? Welcome back to Stacking Slabs, your hobby content alternative. I'm your host, Brett McGrath, B2B marketer, sport card collector, and investor in professional wrestling fan. How are you doing? How are you doing? Let's go. Let's make it happen. I'm fired up. I am thrilled to be sitting here at my kitchen table recording another episode of Stacking Slabs, episode, I believe, number 136. Hell of a run here, man. We're making it happen. And I want to say thank you to everyone for making Stacking Slabs your hobby content alternative. I was just looking at the the charts, man. Stacking Slabs is being listened to. I appreciate the support. There's a lot of fun, exciting sports card content creators in the hobby, and you all are spending some time listening to my show each and every week. Means a lot. I've got some exciting things I'm thinking about, exciting ways to expand stacking slabs. There's just so much going on right now in my life. I know there's so much going on right now in your life. We're busy people. We're grinding, we're working, we're taking care of our families. But right now, we're taking a little step back and we're going to talk about cards because we love cards and we love to collect cards. We enjoy it. It is our passion and it connects us with the past players we love. The community is just absolutely incredible. So I just want to say from the top, extend a little gratitude to the community, Stacking Slabs. It's in a good place, and it's in a good place because each and every one of you out there who downloads, listens to this podcast, shares my content, tells a friend, slides into my DMs, gives me the encouragement, it means a lot. So I want to say I appreciate you. Right now, I am in a bachelor weekend, okay? So my wife decided to skip town, my pregnant wife. Decided to skip town with her girlfriends, um, hang out, uh, uh, hang out at a beach, which is great. She deserves it, but she left me a list. Okay, you all know that list. When you're, you're never alone, when when your significant others are gone, right? There's work to do. Well, my list was pretty important, so I just got done working on the baby's room over here, getting everything in all the boxes that were downstairs putting them together. We got the crib set up. We got the changing table and dresser set up, curtains. We got a bookshelf, all that fun stuff. I want to shout out my dad. My dad came over uh, this morning and we uh, were sweaty messes. We're getting old, um, but the room looks great. Um, Then just this whole road to having a baby is definitely um, taking uh, center, center stage over here at Stacking Slabs HQ. Um, We're thrilled. I'm having so much fun connecting with all the fathers out there, um, people who are uh, sharing stories about their children and collecting. I think it's just amazing. Like cards are such a um, avenue to um, bring people together and and introduce cards to your family, and I think that's just so so amazing. So I I'm already excited. I'm I'm thinking about the like what can I do to 
you know, start a little PC um, for my daughter that's on the way. Um, I don't, I've never really bought cards for anybody but myself, but I think the idea of buying cards for someone else um, consistently, consistently is, is, is a lot of fun. So I'm excited about that. Um, I'm, I'm thrilled right now to be recording. I'm, I'm excited, although the room is together and we're thrilled. I'm, I'm pumped to be done with work for the day um, and sit here and talk about sports cards um, here on the Stacking Slabs podcast. A big weekend, and I'm going to get into this, but big weekend over here as a fan, uh, my favorite athlete of all time, Peyton Manning, getting inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, um, National Football Hall of Fame, I guess. Um, I don't know, but he's going to Canton. And we've all seen the Instagrams, the tweets, everything else. I got to shout out my man, Edger and James, too. I feel bad for Edge. Not really. He's going to the Hall of Fame, but, um, you know, it's hard. Uh, as a Colts fan, uh, to get the attention that Edge probably deserves at this point when Peyton Manning is going in alongside him. Um, weird with COVID, he should have gone in last year, but whatever. It just I was telling my dad as he left, it just really puts things into perspective of how great of a drafter Bill Pullian was. And there's several members left um, to join everyone. And, you know, Marvin's there, Dungy's there, now Edge, now Peyton, um, plenty more on the way. Um, but that's just such a fun era of my life and being a fan. And that's why I want to collect cards to associate my collecting with that era, because that was maximum happiness for me. I'm going to all those games. So I'm going to get into that, but just want to congratulate my man, Peyton Manning, my man, Edger and James, and all the other football hall of famers. Hell of a in- induction. Um, there's just so much talent and I, I just have so so much fun. Football has started. We all saw the Hall of Fame game. It's crazy. We're going to get football every week all the way up through the Super Bowl. Um, and that doesn't suck. I can tell you that. That doesn't suck. I also want to shout out the USA Olympic men's basketball team. Huh? It was looking a little dire there at the beginning when they were dropping games in exhibition. And then when they um, got beat up by France in the first game. But resilient bunch did not give up um i sat uh, and stayed up and watched the game and it was looking a little scary france no joke that team is loaded um very very tough squad if france would have won it wouldn't have been a black eye i don't think but definitely i mean usa men's basketball we're supposed to win the gold medal so that is awesome it is great to win gold um it is fun that uh the team was able to you know overcome some adversity come together and you know what, like you love him or hate him. You gotta, you gotta show some support for Kevin Durant um, and what he did in, in this run and just being the leader of this team. There's a lot of other guys you can call. You can give some, I think you can, you can share some, uh, some, some flowers with Dame and maybe Jason Tatum and some of these other guys, but it was Kevin Durant's show, man. And this guy was just absurd. The, I looked at his, his, uh, they had the stat of his last, three gold medal games, 30 points, 30 points, 29 points. KD is a big time player. Um, and it was uh, fun to watch the slim reaper. I'm usually cheering against him, but it's kind of fun to cheer for him. So I was certainly doing that. Um, go USA. Before we get into the content today, I want to just, just a little bit of housekeeping stuff. So number one, the weekly rip newsletter has not been going out. I know you have given me the feedback. And I got to be honest, like when I publish these things, 
on a weekly basis, I hadn't been getting much feedback. Um, I'm doing it because I think it's a great opportunity for me outside of the podcast, outside of uh, my Instagram account or Twitter or whatever. It's, it's a really good opportunity for me to curate other people, um, share some love for other people in the hobby. I'm building my platform off of that. I want this show and everything else that's associated with Stagging Slabs to not just be about Brett McGrath. That's not the point or the objective of this. Um, I want to view my role in this show and this brand as the facilitator. And so the, the newsletter has been an awesome opportunity for me to show some love to other people. Okay. That's what my MO is with this whole brand. Um, obviously, I have not put it out the last couple of weeks. So we had the National um, decided to take a week off. This week, I am two weeks away from launching a new company. Um, time is of the essence. I got Stacking Slabs, the podcast. I've got um, new company. I've got baby on the way. So it's just, it's eating up time. But what I have heard, I have heard people enjoy the newsletter. I like that. Um, and I, I, I want to keep it going. So I put this out there on my Instagram this week. And I, I'm working through this and trying to think about this. But for the newsletter, I think to continue and run at an effective rate and run at a rate that, you know, is something that I can hang my hat on and be proud of. Um, I'm looking for contributors. I'm looking for people who are passionate, who want to share a point of view, who want to share perspective, put a light on something in the hobby or people that they like or things that they're collecting. Um, I think that's important. I, I want to start opening up stacking slabs to not just be Brett McGrath talking. Um, the whole point of this show is to share, give perspective, and my perspective is only one person. So. With that being said, I'm working through the newsletter, but I'll say this. If you have a passion for writing, if you have a passion for you know, sharing your point of view, DM me. I'm working through how I want to organize this, but DM me at Stacking Slabs. Just tell me you're interested. I'm kind of taking a bunch of people. I've already got some interest. I'm trying to see where I'm at um, within the next couple of weeks, and I want to start to bring other people in and share voices on my platform. What that will do will give you exposure to this audience, this audience of people listening. So hopefully it'll get some eyes on your accounts, any projects that you're doing. So hit me up. I, I want to, I'm thinking through how I want to do that, but I um, would love to hear, hear from you. Stacking Slabs on IG is the best place to reach me. Second housekeeping item is that as I'm getting ready to launch this business and we're as a business going to go raise money. I think about my time with stacking slabs and it's really got me trying to figure out how do I, as my life is moving rapidly, maximize my time and support this show and give it my all. And the one thing I've been running lean, been running lean startups, been running lean with stacking slabs. Um, one of the things that I've, I'm really starting to think about and get interested in is bringing on People, companies that are in the hobby, that are building cool stuff, that have something to say and want to use Stacking Slabs as an opportunity to get exposure in exposure into what you're doing or what you're building. Um, so I'm thinking about sponsorships, right? I'm thinking about um, how do I bring in the right type of partners to help support the show? This show has been bootstrapped. This show is a labor of love. It is a passion project. It is self-funded. Um, 
with new baby on the way, I've really got to think about and prioritize how do I uh, make this show sustainable? How do I um, keep pushing it forward? And how do I make it something that continues to promote other people and cool things going on in the hobby? So with that being said, very early, I'm working through this, work in progress. Um, but you've all, all of you out there have made this one of the top sports card podcast in the hobby. Now it is time to bring on cool people, cool sponsors, and take this show and take this brand to the next level. So with that being said, if you are someone who is interested in talking about what sponsorship or what that might look like, I am working on that now. So you can hit me up at Stacking Slabs on IG. You can email me stackingslabs at gmail.com. I'll have more information in the coming weeks, but I just want to throw that out there looking to expand what I'm doing over here. And there are so many freaking amazing people out there that can help me do it. I'm ready to start having conversations. So let's get into the freaking content, everybody. There's been no national hangover for me. Zero. None. I've been riding on a high. I've been staying up way past my bedtime. I've been fiending looking on eBay. I just, I can't get enough, man. I got an itch. Once I hit that show and did that thing, man, I just want to keep it rolling. I've been processing all the cards that I bought at the show, and now I'm in that phase two where I'm, I'm looking at the backs of the cards. I'm holding them. I'm reading them. I'm looking at stats. I'm posting them on IG. And I think that is just so, just the experience that I've gone through just shows how freaking powerful the show can be. I'm connecting with people that I met at the show. And I just think this in-person experience is just gasoline on the fire in the hobby. Um, I, I've been, I've been crazy about looking at my safe searches. I've been like fiending through it. I've, I felt like I needed something and I felt like I need cards. Like that's how I feel. I don't know if you're out there and you feel any of the same way, but I think like there's this element of connection and connection with humans and seeing all those cards and getting that all bubbled up. And then when you leave, like I, I was, I didn't want to feel withdrawal. I just wanted to keep it going. So I, I think there's, there's so many opportunities for people and brands in the hobby to not only enjoy those experiences at the show, um, but find ways to continue to keep the momentum after the show. My thoughts are, I look at everything from the lens of, of a marketer because it's, it's what I do. So I, I think about you know, all of the vendors, all of the dealers, all of the distributors, all of the brands, everything that was at the show. And I think about the height of excitement and happiness was when everyone was in that room in Rosemont, Illinois. So if you are a brand with a product, my question to you would be, how are you building momentum off of that? Building momentum before the show. Okay. So like, the people that I've talked to, a lot of the people who were selling cards or who had products who did really well at the show were people who didn't think about the show from the lens of, oh, it's just you know a five-day event or whatever. But the fact that this is a show that is like a centerpiece and I'm going to build momentum before the show. I'm going to activate at the show. And then 
I'm going to have a follow-up strategy post-show. So thinking about the event, the event from the lens of just not just a sprint to the event, but an entire campaign. So people that I observed that were kind of maximizing their time and people that were probably got the best results certainly thought about the momentum to build before the show. I'm launching a company and we're working on that. It's going to be officially launched in a couple of weeks. And we've done a ton of work ahead of time to make sure the right people, the right partners, um, the right content, everything has been put in place over the last six months so that when we launch, it makes sense. So I think about that from the lens of the hobby. And so before the show, people that I believe were doing, had great shows, were doing things like getting on Instagram live and talking about their experience and what to expect and and what you as the audience member can expect from those people once you go to the show. Um, Hopping on other people's podcasts. Like there is, uh, the collaboration on content is critical and key, right? The collaboration, it gives you access and exposure to other people's audiences. And so people that were doing the the national show slash campaign, right? We're hopping on other people's podcasts. Um, they have promotions around their product, engaging with the community and building amazing content, right? I talked last week about the busiest people at the show just from a visual perspective were people that had content platforms and that were producing content consistently. The other thing is at the show. What is the activation at the show? It's never just about your booth, okay? It's about what have you done in the buildup to make it not just about your booth. Is it one-on-one meetings you set up with you know, potential partners, potential buyers of your product, key stakeholders? Like, Have you setting up those one-on-one meetings? Did you go to dinners, networking events, those sorts of things, those parties? So when I take a step back, there was so much going on during the national. Um, my... I was not only looking through my own lens, but I was kind of trying to pay attention to brands and what they were doing and how they were trying to capitalize on the event outside of just being at the booth on the show. And finally, it's, it's how do you keep momentum rolling after the show? You want to attach yourself to your, you want to attach your brand to the emotion that I felt this week. How can you show up in a way that gives me more? For me, like, my life right now is long days, talked about the baby stuff, talked about the home stuff, talked about the stacking slab stuff. So I get about one to two hours a day where I can sit back and get on my phone, check eBay, check Instagram. And as I think about this from my life and my lens and my own perspective, I think about what are the brands and what are the companies in the hobby that are trying to push it forward? What are they doing? to maximize on people like me's time when we have those small windows. So I think it's very important to study the pattern behavior of consumers if you are a brand that's trying to push your stuff in the hobby. These are some observations. I like to talk about how I look and how I think about things from a marketing lens because that's what I do professionally. So I hope if you're, even if you're an individual, just a collector, if you're a uh, content creator, if you are a uh, owner of a shop, if you work on a brand, if you have a company, I hope that insights into how we can 
think about shows like the national outside of just the one-time event are how you're thinking. That's how I'm thinking. I think the more people who are trying to extend those experiences outside of the show, the more success you're going to have. So I love that kind of stuff. Those That's the type of it's things I want to continue to bring up and just observations I'm making in real time. This week I put out, personal connection is a great guiding post. The team you spend money to see and cheer for every game. The player whose jersey you rocked in third grade. The moments that drive emotion in your mind. Think about those times. Don't overthink it. Collect. This to me is my 180 degree evolution in the hobby. Or maybe it's 360 degree. I don't know. It's my evolution in the hobby. I'm as happy as I've ever been collecting cards. When I got back in the hobby, I had absolutely no idea what to do. A lot of new people come in, they have no idea what to do. It's easy to follow the mainstream. It's easy to follow the content creators that are telling you what to do and what to buy and try to put you in their sales funnel for their product. Things that I didn't quite understand is when I got back in, I was like, no one was talking about Peyton Manning, probably because he was retired. Everyone was talking about young prospects. And there is this element of speculation and prospecting that makes the hobby what it is. Don't get me wrong. But I certainly got distracted. I was seeing Peyton Manning rookie cards sell less for, you know, active quarterbacks who hadn't done anything yet. So I got distracted at first and I doubled down. My mindset was don't get caught up in speculating or money. That was a big evolution for me. This is a a hobby. This is fun. If you can make a little money on the side, awesome. But drive passion over profit. Think about that. That's how I'm thinking about it. And that was an evolution. Buy cards to tie me back to those memories. Having kids. We, you have kids. We have kids. We have, grand, we'll have grandkids, this and that. It's like, how cool is it to have a piece of history in your hand that you can relate with and share with a younger generation and tell stories. Finding people who are into the same thing. I've got a Peyton Manning group. It goes off every day. Passionate group of Peyton Manning collectors from all over the country. People that were Colts Peyton fans, people that were Broncos Peyton fans, people that just love Peyton. It's amazing. That community is a shout out to everyone in that group. That community is amazing. I learned so much. Peyton Drumbeat at the National. It started. That's when it started. Saw so much, so many cards. I bought so many cards. I was in just like, my spirits were so high. And I had the benefit of getting all of these brand new Peyton Manning cards on the heels of him being inducted into the Hall of Fame. Tom Brady's coming, man. How cool is that? Talk about mutual respect. I think having these cards will always be, they'll be memories and feeling uh, uh, mementos for me as I think about and connect with the past. I was on overload this week overload this week watching all of the incredible passes plays moments from Manning's career and as I'm watching these things I just keep thinking oh god like I don't have a piece from that year and I need something that reminds me of that that's cool like that is freaking cool man that's powerful like having a collection of cards that tie you back to those memories and moments that matter I think it's awesome. I think it's collect your favorite players that give you those memories. Rip the to the moon mindset. We all want to make money. We all want to make a little cash. But focusing on passion, man. Every, ever since I focused on passion, the cards in my PC have gone up. 
when I'm focusing on speculation, I'm taking too much freaking risk. Every time I lead with passion, I've been rewarded. Peyton Manning's in the Hall of Fame, man. It's awesome. I'm so happy. You all out there as listeners to this show have people, players like Peyton is to me. We all have them. Are you collecting them? That's just the question I have. I want to shout out Zion Cases. Here's a free plug. I just got one. Zion Slab Case XL. It's awesome. Shout out Ryan Card Collector 2. He's been plugging those things. I bought one because Ryan plugged it. That's powerful. Okay, that's those referrals are important. I trust him. So I bought one and the product's amazing. Shout out to that team. If you're looking for a slab case, I'll point you in that direction. Shout out my man Zan and Tony Bella, wrestlingwithcards.com, wrestling uh, wrestlingtradingcards.com, wrestling with cards. So much wrestling. So much passion. I had a blast with that. I can talk wrestling cards all day. I also want to say I neglected this. My bad. After I Spent so much time on this podcast saying, hey, someone from Upper Deck or hey, Tony Khan, somebody from AEW, let's, let's get, get an update. Let's come on my show. I'm an AEW mark. I want to promote these cards. Are you out there? Are you involved with the AEW cards? We had an announcement at the National about these cards coming out. I am fired up. I'm ready to talk to someone. I'm ready to get you, the listener of the Stacking Slabs podcast, to be ripping packs of AEW Upper deck, baby. Let's go. I'm fired up. We got a formal announcement. If you're out there and you want to talk about it, hit me up. Stacking slabs, IG, stacking slabs at gmail.com. Let's go. Let's talk about the product. Let's get exposure to wrestling cards and great wrestling product. AEW All Elite Wrestling is my favorite wrestling product right now, and it is not even close. I want to shout out my man, Rob, sports card therapist. Here's a great story. So I, this guy, had we've been trading some messages right when we get into the National. I'm looking. I see some 1982 Wrestling All-Star cards. And I'm looking through it. I'm like, oh, man, look at the 82s. And then all of a sudden, this guy says, Brett, stacking slabs? And I said, yeah. He's like, Rob, we were just DMing. It's crazy out of these 70,000 people I run into you right away. We kick it. We have a good conversation. This guy's awesome. Um, he's got a podcast. Check it out. Sports Card Therapist. I, he hosted me this week. It was great. I got, he asked, we had a great conversation about wrestling cards, about the national and all the good stuff that's passionate to me. But I just want to shout out Rob. I also want to shout out the Can't Stop Sports team. Shout out my man, Andrew. We had a great conversation on Friday night. Go check that out on their channel. Good dudes. I'm always down to promote really good, dope dudes in the hobby that are pushing us forward. I got my man, Kyle Wax Museum, back on the pot. I, I, I felt bad last week. I lost my sheet of people that I met day two at the National. Um, Kyle was certainly on that. Kyle's one of my favorite dudes in the hobby. We talk all the time. Collect, we're fans of the same team, and we can commiserate together. But I want to talk team collecting. But I think it's important. I think it goes back to that point of spending your money in a direction that is significant and meaningful to you. And Kyle is one of the great Pacers collectors, so having him back on the pod this week. I got some trips lined up. They're all wrestling trips, man. I'm such a nerd. I love wrestling. I'm going to SummerSlam in a couple weeks in Las Vegas. Let's go. John Cena, Roman Reigns. I'm fired up to see that bout. I'll be at AEW All Out. I'm going up back up to Chicago. No sports cards this time. Maybe some cards. Are you going to be promoting the product, AEW? If you are, hit me up. Hit the brother up. Let's talk, baby. But I'm going to AEW 
um, in Chicago. I'm going to Dynamite on Wednesday. I'm going to Rampage on Friday, and I'm going to All Out on Sunday. That's my last dance. That's the last dance before the baby comes. Uh, I'll be back on the leash after that. I'm fired up to do cowboy shit with my man, Hangman Page. Man, is Punk going to be there? Is is Brian Danielson going to be there? AEW makes me feel like a goddamn kid again, and that's why I love it. Uh, They're a great product, so I'm really fired up for all this. What I want to say right here is just say, there are so many different flavors of the hobby, different interests. Everyone, um, Everyone has different things that they like. I think this is good. This is really good. The more that we can support the interests of other people and not get shitty about it, not be like, oh, this guy or this gal likes this. That's stupid. Like, don't think like that. That's narrow-minded. You look at the national, there's things for everybody. The more things that pop up that can be for different segments of the hobby, the more things expand. There's the mainstream stuff. Hobby news, everyone reposts, biggest sales, cars that are going up, Buy this, not that. To me, I call this show an alternative, and it's kind of sad because I think it's an alternative to to create content not around telling you what to buy. I think it should be about, for me, I'm using this platform to talk about process and mindset. You as a listener of this show are unique. You are a free thinker, and you have a lot of energy. That's what I love about people who stop by here. We all need to share. Just because I have a microphone doesn't mean I'm the only one to share. There's so many things and ways that you can share social channels, like build up your brand and share your ideas, share your unique skills and share information. Sharing all of these things will get those that think differently about how to use that information and what they're doing. I think it's important. I think there's so much opportunity out there for all of us to be thinking about the time we're spending in the hobby what we love, and how we can help our fellow hobby uh, participant out. I'm having a blast doing stacking slabs. It's crazy how long this has happened. It's, it's been wild. Like I, I enjoy every minute of it. I enjoy meeting everybody. I, but I, what I enjoy most is getting information and getting uh, an understanding of what people are thinking, how people are collecting, because those types of things trigger ideas for me and really allow me to reassess okay, well, this guy or this gal did this. And you know what? It might be interesting going down that lane. There, It's a canvas. We need to be unique and we need to share our collections to give us all ideas on what's possible. I want to thank all of you so much for taking the time each and every week to hit that button and listen to me talk about cards. I'm fired up for this week. Got Kyle, Wax Museum, back on the pod. So much good stuff's going on. If you like what you heard, hit that subscribe button, leave a review, tell me how I'm doing. Definitely, if you want to get involved, we're trying to make things happen, get at me. There's so much fun stuff. We're riding a high right now after the National, and I want to stay up and do not want to go back down anytime soon. Take care of yourself. Take care of others around you. More stacking slabs this week, like always. Peace.